Welcome to Keeping It Real with Beth and Darren. We started our show when the pandemic first hit, and now, about a million days later, we're still doing it. Or 90. Or 90-ish. So listen in, laugh, chat with us, but all I can tell you is that we're going to be keeping it real every single time. Back in familiar grounds again. Good morning, everyone. We're gonna talk loud, and uh, can I? I guess can I share it or something? Yeah, I guess you can share it. All right. Good thanks. morning, everybody. We're back at our normal time, 10:30 a.m. Not this 7:30 at night, sitting in our sunroom Prime on time. the couch, lounging back, having a glass of wine. Not talking loud not enough, talking so, loud so enough people so can't, can't hear us, and people wondering what the hell we're doing. Okay. Yeah, we're not. We're not. Uh, that's not today. Today is. Today's normal stuff, so to speak. Yeah. Some of the stuff. Oh, look who's here. Ju- Julia, oh, oh, Julia's back. We th- for how long, we're not sure. She but said, I'm here for really. <laughs> Good okay. morning, Julia. That's great. That's uh, glad to have you back. We've missed you. And Lucia's here watching. We got it. Our morning here. crowd is here. Oh. The I think the maybe afternoon. Maybe we need to do a morning show and a night show. Like no. a morning crew and a night crew. It's hard enough to do one. Hold it's, on a second. It's I, been tricky these days. It's I, really tricky. I gotta open up my can right, here to, to can. mark the opening uh, of the show. All and right. Here I've got my not, water. Not polar seltzer. Lucia, to be honest, I don't think you really missed that much last night. Um, if I'm doing a self-evaluation of us. No, think... she missed the uh, she missed the story about how I got my fire stick and it was yeah. in Spanish. We... <laughs> and I didn't understand how to make it work and then I had to call my niece what? to help translate Happy it to me to get it back to English. Hmm. So, uh... Um, I have to say, I, I, I was not happy with our, our show last night. Um, and because we weren't talking loud enough. Uh, and I could get reruns. Yeah. Um, and Julia said happy hump day, which is going to be very fitting because we'll be talking about some stuff in a little bit. But um, okay. I just want to let you know right now, this show is going to be PG-13 slash rated R. Um, oh my God. It's not going to be that bad, but even... it's going to be it's going to be some things that I know you're going to look at me and you're going to be like... Okay. All right. All Nothing right. terrible. Well, that's why it's a good thing I have the glasses All on right. so you can't see me rolling my eyes. <laughs> Yeah, nice. Can I have my phone back? Oh, I did. I put it right there. So, uh, yesterday, after we got finished with our uh, little show last night, we ended up watching, (laughs) we're a little late to the game, we ended up watching Schitt's Creek. Started, yeah. I I had already watched a couple of those episodes, so I let you, it's almost like the Breaking Bad thing that Dylan did. I've already seen You let me. You let me think that you were watching it for the first time? Well, I watched it again. It was funny. It was, it was good. I don't know, and I, I was talking to my friend Stephanie this morning when we were going for a walk, I don't know if I could binge watch that show. It's five could, years. Yeah, I could certainly watch it, but I don't know, um, I don't know if I could watch a lot of it, like, sitting at any one time. Maybe one to two episodes, but I can't watch about four or five of it. I don't, I don't think I could do that. Yeah. Although Eugene Levy, he's... He's so funny. He's so funny. Yeah. And then, did you know that his son... I didn't realize his son was the is his brother. And I just found out too that his daughter is in the show too. Wait, is the she waitress. the daughter? No, oh, the, wa- waitress. the waitress. Oh, okay. I have no idea. What a ta- I love that. Oh my god, what a talented family. So Excellent. Maybe we'll watch a little bit more of it tonight. I don't know how many episodes there are. How many we it's need from to watch. 2015. Oh There's my five god. Five seasons. There's a lot of ground to cover. It's some funny stuff. It is very uh, funny. And Eugene, Le- oh my god, Eugene. Le- 
he's also hilarious. I mean, he's, he's like so Tony Shalhoub. He's you know, so he's funny like in so many things, kind of but so you know, funny. to me, I, I just keep thinking of him in American Pie. Yeah. As the father. Yeah. And he's like, well, those are things that I just never thought of doing <laughs> when we're at your age. It's hilarious. Um, just so you know, the trucks are out in rare form today. There's like, I don't even know. I think there's like a lot. five of them lined a up. Lot of commerce, of a lot of commerce taking place. Uh, um, you know, the next holiday we got to start thinking about and planning for. Yum Kipper. Is Yum Kipper. Oh. I don't know how much planning we need to do. When we is it next we week? It's Monday. Oh, wow. So Sunday night, we got to find a way to do our services somewhere. Virtual? Somehow, virtual. Well, I would think it's got to be. And then Monday, we have to fast at home with nobody else to commiserate with except ourselves. All right. Um, Yom is always tough for me. Uh, for anybody, I guess, who's fasting. I do not I do not like fasting at all. The, who does? Uh, true, who does? The first, I think the first 12 to 14 hours, I'm okay. And then after that, that's when I... I really you hit a wall. Oh, really bad. Well, but it'll be different this year because normally you go back to the synagogue and then you don't get home until after sundown. That's now you'll true. be home, so you'll be able to like. But I still have to, yeah, but I still need to fast the proper amount yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah, you'll do it. I don't like, listen, I don't like messing around with the rules on Young Kipper. That's, yes, Kalnidri's on Sunday. Um,. I need a new pizza place to try. If anybody out there, I need a new place. Didn't somebody say it on the group? Like, did I? I yeah. Like oh yes. Pam, Pam said, said I gotta try Alfredo's in New Rochelle. I gotta, in New Rochelle. Yes, in New wow. Rochelle. Wow. I'm going. There's a place. I went to True Value Hardware yesterday, and there was a place called the Pizza Bar that's a opening. Louder, oh, there's a place called the Pizza Bar that's opening up next Where? to True Value Hardware. The Pizza Bar? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. And I also found out yesterday I was go I went to lunch with actually a client of mine and she was telling me that a, a good friend of hers is the first person who was doing Brooklyn pizza tours. He was like he makes like he was making really great money doing pizza tours. Really? Yeah. Uh, and your know, favorite I, is on there, you know. Spumoni Garden. Oh, it's not my favorite. I do love it. I, I mean I do like Spumoni yeah. Garden a lot. Spumoni. But he was doing Brooklyn. Really? So, okay. There's a business there. There is a the business. The pandemic is over. Um, Did you try Eddie's in New Hyde Park? Ooh, no, but I will now. Thank you, Gina. Speaking of New Hyde Park, did you know that our former cantor, Concius, is the interim cantor now for the temple in New Hyde Park? No, really? He just posted it for a year. Yep. R virtually? Yeah, wait, oh wait, there is a pizza story. I don't know if I can go back. Okay, wait. from, I think it was Julia. Um, I was interviewing a woman who had found space to work out of their home to invest in productivity and mental health. The one woman rented space above a pizza shop. Okay, but then was she constantly like tempted to get pizza every time she, uh, or is she now in the was getting the or mental health? Or is she now in the pizza business? Yeah, I don't know, but I'd be like, hmm. You know what I like about, I seriously, I like talking to people about, I like eating pizza and talking about pizza because there's no conflict involved with pizza. The two things in life that I can I don't always... know about that. Somebody argued with me that, that Johnny's oh, yeah. service was rude there, in Mount Vernon. There, there was and that. And they were like, it was the Sal's Pizza Mamarina controversy. Not controversy, just, By the way, I posted on a totally different Facebook pizza group, a very large group, a comparison between John's of Bleecker and Johnny's of Mount Vernon. And people really started to like it. A couple people who had never tried Johnny's of Mount Vernon went because of the post. And they said... They, rate, they, they rated it like a 9.4, and they thought that the service there, contrary to people saying it's rude, 
thought they're the service so nice. was wonderful. Yeah, they're so friendly. Johnny's Mount Vernon, again, gets a, has gotten a very bad rap in the past. I don't know, maybe there was incidents that took place in the past about rude service, but every time we have gone, I think their service has been wonderful. And for the record, I've never felt like they rolled out the red carpet at Sal's for us either. Yeah, I'm not going to so start. I'm not going to start. We're bringing up Why the does a round pizza come in a square box? Is that a joke? <laughs> <laughs> or is that a it's a good it's a it's a age-long <laughs> question it's, it's more expensive to make round boxes that's why right like a cake <laughs> yeah, box why like, does you that can't put it in a cake box but again the two the two topics of discussion that i feel i can comfortably have or even three sports dogs and pizza yeah talk about that, that with people and not get into heated arguments because of differences of opinion god forbid unlike politics yeah, well, it's getting ugly. It's getting ugly. It is getting uglier by the day. It's going to get really ugly. There's a lot of stress from people. Even your boy John Tesh was doing one of his little things last night. He goes, you know, do you find yourself even, you know, more stressed out during this time of year? And I did a survey that during, you know, during uh, election year, that people find themselves getting very ill and sick, both physically and mentally, because of the because of the elections. So all I can say is this, people. It's okay to have your opinions. It's okay to voice them strongly. But really, don't get yourself ill over this. It's it's really it's not worth physical illness because politically things are not going whichever way you want them to go. And just don't engage with people in conversation if you can't handle an opposing point of view. Just don't do it. Just well, walk away. All I can say is in 2016, that kind of led to my weight gain slide. Oh. I kind of gained like my 20 pounds because of the 2016 election, so I'm glad that it's all off. Yeah, and uh, and so I'm focusing on whatever happens. The, the, at least I'll be thin. The last of the Trump pounds have come. Have come the, the last off. of the, the Trump, I can't believe this happened. Pounds have finally come off. So that's all I can say. I would say Beth. I, I, again, I'm always. I've always been very middle. Beth for a while was. I was um, I was getting far far to the left, now which is fine. I, again, I have many friends that are, but Beth has moved back. I think towards the middle. She's still left, but you know, I'm, I'm more, left middle. More open to different points of view. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so just absolutely. say like, please, people, just whatever. I don't care what side you're on. Do not get yourself sick over stuff. It's not worth it. It really isn't. Okay, you just take care you, of your what's going you on getting in your own that, home. You getting that angry and upset and deciding to hate people because yeah. of different political views is not going to change anything. Have civil discourse, debate Whoa. the issues, not the person. That's really that's all I all I can say. And watch the social dilemma because see how you're being manipulated through like so your social media feeds and that thing, and how that creates even more uh, either so much people that are in their own silo or more angry debate anger. about religion yeah let's do that <laughs> try that one instead yeah, that's sure. less that's less toxic um and speaking of politically uh bloomberg supposedly is coming under scrutiny and potential potential criminal investigation. Oh no, why? I, somebody's trying to stir somebody up for supposedly being involved in paying off fines that were owed by felons that are needed to be paid off in order oh, for, for them, them to, to vote. To vote. Oh, so on. they're looking at it as being tantamount to a bribe. Again, I don't know if this is going to have any legs to paying it. a parking ticket? I, I don't... I don't know if this is going to go anywhere, but it was an interesting article to read about the, the scrutiny that, that Bloomberg might come under 
for uh, again paying off a significant Listen, sum of money. My my opinion now on Bloomberg, he threw what a hundred million dollars to get himself into the election, and it didn't work. So him throwing more millions of dollars is still not going to work. So enough. Well, keep he, his money. He had he had a I think an interesting perspective. He's basically saying to instead of throwing money at campaigns that you don't know exactly if it's going to pay off. Who can we get to vote where we have a pretty good feeling which way they're going to vote? We need to get them to vote. And that is, I guess, a significant number of people with criminal records who can't vote because they, again, have these outstanding fines or whatever uh, they have. But, but, but let me just say, how funny would it be? And I'm not saying it would be funny, but ironic. You go ahead and you pay their fines and they still go ahead and vote for Trump. <laughs> They're like, why would you have trusted me, Bloomberg? Well, we, I'm a criminal. I'm a criminal. Why? What, what do you think I'm going to? You're going to because you think you're going to bribe? Because you you're going to pay bri off my tickets. Yeah, you can't I'm going to go and vote yes. for that guy. You can't bribe me. You can't bribe me. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lucia says, let's debate about olive oil. Portuguese well, olive oil is better than Italian. I, Prove me wrong. I can't. I am not going to be able to debate you on that, Lucia. I'm going to just take your word for it. Um, oh wait, now what is? Oh, Craig, Ukraine just had a huge press conference, and they're saying they have all the paperwork and witnesses. Okay. All right. Here move, we go. Right, we're gonna move off the politics. Here we go. We're gonna move off the politics. Um, Spanish is, or French? Oh, okay. Now Julia's adding the French to the olive oil conversation. Moving off the, uh, the, <laughs> the political. Uh, Julia said she'll debate the olive oil. I love that. We're gonna hook you two up, and you can have a nice little I debate. I love it. I'll moderate. <laughs> um, it's a little bit concerning what we see going on with COVID right now. The uh, the rates are certainly starting to tick up. Um, New York, which has been uh, you know great for the last few months, is starting to have some really concerning pockets uh, in New York City. Um, Stay away from Brooklyn. Midwood Borough Park and Bensonhurst have a 4.71% positive corona rate. Um, Health department which is called the area the Ocean Parkway cluster. The rate has also gone up to 3.69% in Edgemere Far Rockaway, 2.24% in Kew Gardens, and 2% in Williamsburg. Um, yeah, I'm I'm nervous to be honest. I'm, I'm nervous about what we're seeing. I'm nervous for a lot of reasons for everybody's health. I'm nervous for uh, you know our parents. I'm nervous for my parents being in the, in, in the home right now, and I'm nervous for my business. Um, I know. I, um, I mean, uh, they were. I was thought they did a study for call about college students that there were ten thousand cases that were caused as a result of them going to in-person classes at colleges. Well, did you say that, that ten thousand? Well, they're saying there's an extra thirty-two hundred cases a day, a day attributed to colleges opening. Right. They, yep. Right. So opening with in-person classes. So the ones that are doing online are are doing okay because they're not. You know they're they're purposely keeping students away from each other but it's just i don't know i mean and the thing is the schools like you know our daughter's school where you know we were becca and i were talking about this yesterday they within two weeks they they gave students and parents the option to leave the dorms and go back home rather than quarantining them and waiting it out and so they sent students home um, she wants to be in our video. Should we press it? Yeah, sure. Come on in, Julia. Come on, Julia. As long as it doesn't disturb the. Okay. Uh... All right. This All right. is a whole new twist. Wow, this is a surprise. Oh yet. my God. Yes, it, 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 that's true, Gina. That's where a lot of the spikes seem to be occurring, and um, it's really troubling. It's it, it, 
uh, yeah, it's, the Hasidic areas are, are real, are a real problem. Um, but yeah, so I was just saying that you know, at other schools like Dylan's friend um, is at University of Connecticut, and at that school they quarantined everybody, and now they're back and they're okay. But but Temple sent them home, and now there's a lot of parents that are really upset. So. There's a lot of upset people everywhere. A lot of upset. Um, you know who else also is upset? parents and teen in Sudbury, Massachusetts, who were charged with violating the state's social host law. The, um, they basically held a party, and the parents and the kid are responsible for the holding a party that had God knows how many kids where alcohol was served, which is also a no-no. You can't serve minors. Um, and they're responsible for the fact that there's a, of a delay in the school opening because of this party. So this was in Sudbury, Massachusetts, they could actually face jail time wow. and up to a $2,000 fine. So for you parents out there, if you have high school kids, uh, I never really understood this either. Don't, please don't try to be the cool parents. Don't try to be the cool parents where teenagers can come over to your house and drink alcohol and do all the things that you think like, well, as long as I'm watching over them and they're on my house, it's okay because at least I know that they're being responsible and I can watch out for their safety. Don't do it. It's stupid to do it. I'm not saying you shouldn't have kids over your house, but don't serve them alcohol, really. Kids want to have alcohol. They need to go off of your premises and find some park like every other damn teenager used to do when we were kids, not in your home. Okay? We didn't have many parks in Canarsie, Just gotta though. Seriously. I, I, they all came I know, to my house, but my parents weren't home. I have heard of way too many stories <laughs> where kids have had other kids over and the parents were in the house and alcohol was being served. You are a walking lawsuit. You are a walking lawsuit. Oh, Gina said, when you came to our house as a kid, that's I only it. gave you juice. That's, See? That you know of, Gina. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I had a little container I used to spike it with. But, um, See, my house was, was the party house, but not with my parents in it. No, I, it's... Because of me it and really, my brother. I, I think it's great for parents to be wanting to involve in their kids' lives, wanting to have kids over, wanting to accept the fact that, yes, teens are going to drink, teens are going to smoke, they're going to do the things that teens do, and that doesn't mean that we... You know, turn a blind eye to it and not, accept, you know, put our heads in the sand. But it doesn't mean that you need to be the host of a gathering. It's just a bad, bad situation. You, not only for your kid, but really for yourselves. You're just assuming way too much liability. So please don't do it. Um, wow. On the business front, Subway yeah. okay, is basically pushing all of its uh, franchisees now to start getting back to work and basically putting in the 84 hours, I guess, that they're supposed to be putting in, and now they're starting to demand the uh, the franchise fees. Now, a lot of the fees have been deferred. I like Subway. That's the reason I'm bringing it up. Oh, okay. But a lot of these Subway franchisees supposedly have had sales plummet during the pandemic. They're under a lot of financial stress. I don't know if it's because of the pandemic or because of Jared and... and... No, he was wild. <laughs> Although, you know when the whole thing says, like, Subway eat fresh? Their deli meat is not fresh. I'm sorry. That's not, or is that yeah, like the chicken and all the other stuff? There's that, that none of that stuff is fresh. But you, hit, you know, which reminds me, I know we, Julia, we talked about Sizzler going out of business yesterday. yesterday. Come yeah. on, you see, that's why you need to do it more often. <laughs> I know it is going out. It's not going out of business. It's tra filing Chapter Eleven. They're still going to have operations, but um, yeah, they're. And they good morning, Denise. But 
the subway, you know what made me think of yesterday? The place that we need to go to on Central Avenue. Oh, wait, is it Patton something or other? No, it's what? Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's, right, right. Jersey, Jersey Mike's. When we had it. That was very good. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I think it puts Subway to shame. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got to try that, okay? We got we right. got to try Jersey Mike's. But I wanted to bring up Subway because supposedly Subway now is starting to introduce some pretty fragile relationships with its franchisees because of the financial situation and the demanding to get, the demanding to collect their franchise uh, royalties and percentages, which is based off strictly off of sales. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, I wanted to say in terms of um, on the sports front, a couple of things. Football, you know who Gail Sayers was? No. Gail Sayers, Chicago Hall of Fame legend, uh, just died today at the age of 77. Uh, so that is very sad news to report. Uh, the Mets won. Doesn't really mean anything at this point. The, uh, the Yankees won. Doesn't mean anything for them either because I think they already clinched the playoffs. Um, also in the sports front, this is the second time this story has come up. Do you remember a few weeks ago we had talked about um, Texas Tech fired the basketball coach because of abusive abusive coaching practices by the, by the woman there for the basketball team? Do you remember that? Yeah. We thought, well... Now, six weeks later, the Texas Tech uh, is investigating the school's softball coach. Also a woman? Also a woman. See? That's, uh, we don't discriminate, right? Men, women can, can be Men really can be abusive, mean. and so can women. Don't, wasn't there, there was an SNL skit with Melissa McCarthy that was hilarious, where she was an abusive coach, and she was, like, throwing the ball at, like, people's heads and stuff. I mean, not that that's you're supposed well, to do that, but it's kind of funny. They're investigating that this coach, uh, last name is Gregory, uh, that she was also physically abusive with players as well. Um, and she just resigned yesterday for unannounced, for, for without giving a reason. I think the reason is because she knows she's in a shitload of trouble. She had just signed a five-year contract back in June of 2019. So the fact that she stepped down and was walking away from the contract leads her to believe that there's some pretty serious merit to these, uh, to these accusations. Yeah, well. I don't know what's going on in Texas Tech with the coaches and the hiring there and the women that seem to be abusive, but maybe well, we need to look like at all the other Well, it's like because if they had been well. hired in the 80s and the 90s, nothing would have happened. It would have been totally fine. Right, that's true. Like the back, Lou Gossett Jr. days. Back then, the 80s and 90s, that abusive. style of coaching may have worked. You Back then, you probably... You My probably, tennis coach was very nice, though. He was mild-mannered. Did, did your tennis coach ever put a hand on you? No. Hey, hey. No, I don't mean no, like that. No, no, no. Oh, no, come uh, on. Hey. His name was like Marty something. He's a really nice coach. Very, very like even. Come on, come on Dylan. You're better than that. Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we should find out what's going on. I know. On. I don't know what's going on. When Dylan calls in the middle of a show, it's always a problem. No, not really. That's ne- never a problem. No, it's never a problem. Um, and speaking of putting hands on people, and now we're going on to the sort of the rated PG-13 part of the show here. All right. Okay? Um, what, was the, what was the news story? So I don't Logan, know. Logan Williams, an analyst at Marathon Capital, claims she was fired after she caught her boss... Chuck Hinckley masturbating in a conference room. Oh, jeez. Um, Wait, so, so what happened to her? So she claims, uh, at, amongst many other incidents at Marathon Capital, that her boss, Chuck Hinckley, who she's alleging um, was abusive in many ways, that 
she came to the office and she caught him in the conference room uh, masturbating. And after revealing that, she was in, since fired. So, um, that's horrible. It looks like Chuck Hinkley certainly has his hands full now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> All right, so you're going to text our son or something? Um, or like, you, you do want, something? You want to go on with the, uh, the other stuff? And see if the I thing. can read it. Or you can talk about Playboy. Playboy. Playboy is looking to return as a publicly Playboy traded, traded company. company. Um, so what, what well, is that? No, well, Playboy is like an iconic brand name. All right. Hey, yeah, I know. Grown. I don't know. So a publicly traded company. So I, I don't know what that means, but it's. Uh, yeah, right. no. So I was talking about Playboy because yeah. Playboy, again, was an iconic brand that sort of just fell off a cliff. But that name still obviously holds a lot of value. So they are now in the process of trying to make an IPO bid, uh, IPO comeback with some private equity company. And they have just totally changed their platform in terms of the type of things they're going to be doing. They're going to be going stuff with CBD. They're going to be doing stuff, I, I guess, like all the uh, the pleasures in life with uh, with alcohol and with even tobacco um, and sexual wellness products. That's what Playboy's new platform is going to be. Okay. And they actually have content now on websites that actually can be shown at work because it's. Well, you know, their it, magazine used to have really good interviews. Like well, that's people what I'm used to always say that exactly. they were really good so for the, the interviews. So the content like that, they people can actually now, it is workplace safe to have Playboy up because all of the non-safe stuff is now has to be paid for. Got it. Okay. Behind a wall. Excellent. So right. Playboy has. Well, Playboy let me has, ask you a question. Is okay. Is our friend coming in? The buddies club. Yeah. Wait, but is our friend? Not personally, Craig. Is, is our friend who works at Church and Dwight? Is that a publicly traded company? Our friend who works, say Bruce Weiss. Yes. He, he, Church Church and Dwight is a publicly traded company. And they sell Trojans they sell and tro all kinds of other like and other things. And other sexual wellness yes. products for sure. So there's a huge. There's a. There's a I'm there's sure a lot that of they're demand. probably like you know what we really missed the boat. They, they did. I mean, and the funny thing is Church and Dried also does like baking, like Arm & Hammer baking soda. So like one minute you have like your thing that's in your fridge and the next you have your... Bedroom. Yeah. Hey, from <laughs> the fridge. They, they from cover the, every room the in the house. the refrigerator to the bedroom. Right. Church and Dwight covered We got you covered. How about that? That's like, it's not like insurance. We got Church. you covered. Um, <laughs> <laughs> look at that, that was a good look, one. Full of puns today. I love it. Very and punny. On, on, the, um, on the last part of the... Um, rated PG-13, rated R portion of our show, study finds that people who have had a heart attack and that engage in sexual activity afterwards had a 35% lower risk of death than those who stopped having sex or reduced their frequency at all. So contrary to popular belief, where people might be afraid to engage in relations, people after they had a heart attack because they think it's gonna induce another heart attack, Studies find that's really more of the exception rather than the norm. So the point being is if you had a little heart trouble in your life, a little concerned, don't be concerned. But have, once it's fixed, have, have at it. Once it's fixed, have at it, it, go back and, to business. And have at it often. That's what they're, that's what they're saying. That's all what, right. This is CNN. All right. So I didn't go to some porn site to find this information. Excellent. All right. I'm so happy I just to hear that I you just, are finding this on mainstream want, sites. Very I, good. Yep. So that when they, you know, when people come in and check our, our browsing activity, you know, just say CNN. I didn't say to check my browsing. <laughs> you don't want to do that. You definitely don't want to do that. Um, and 
on the last thing that I want to bring up is if you uh, own a home and you have a decent amount of uh, mortgage debt and you haven't done so already, please look into uh, refinancing your mortgage because right now the average rate for a conforming loan is 3.1%. Oh, wow. I did not read it in Playboy, Wait Jenna, but if I did, that would be okay. She said no porn side equal. Well done. <laughs> that was good. That's excellent. So, yeah, mortgage applications year over year up 25%. That's huge. Conforming loan rates, 3.1% on average. That's on average. So for the savvy person out there who probably does a lot of research, you could probably get a mortgage for less than 3%. Less than three. It's crazy. Great. Um, so go out, go out and look to read out the house. Um, and that's all the news that I have that's fit to print. So you're gonna go ahead and look at. I, I had to text my stuff to him. Okay, here we go. All right, so I've got it. And Julia, you may, um, you may know the first one because it is today's word of the day on dictionary.com. Buteracious. Buteracious or biuteracious. You know, I guess it's bootalicious. That sounds sexual. Yeah. It's like booty. <laughs> booty call. No. Bootalicious. Mm-hmm. Anyone with bootalicious? Or, or buteracious. Oh, that's what it is. Buteracious, not boo. B-U-T-Y-R-A-C-E-O-U-S. Buteracious. Of the nature of resembling or containing butter. Huh. All right. Interesting. Before you go to the trivia real quick, this is going to take about... Oh, look at that. Julia knew it because she saw the today's word. No, she saw the word of the day. She's good. She goes on dictionary. Before we go to the trivia real quick, I just want to point something out, okay? It is fall. September 23rd. Yeah. So what does that mean? Sweater weather. It means that my wife, (laughs) all right, has decided to put on some of her nicest fall attire. She loves this time of year. Oh. So you can't see it right now, but why don't you stand up? You're not going to be able to see this. Wait, all right. Wait, I'll and go show behind? What you, and show what you're wearing today, okay? <laughs> all right? I, I just need to point this out. Hold on. All right? Hold on. All right? So she's got her jean jacket, which has got a little leather over here, and she's got her sunglasses on. And, and I and, got and, my... And that's it. My sweater. So she couldn't wait to and put my, this on. And my belt that I bought in Spain, in Madrid, it was the best... Six hundred dollars I ever spent. She, she, she is cozy hot. That's oh, I like that, Julia. I'm gonna you. What you, you say? You are looking cozy hot. <laughs> <laughs> you are cozy well, and, hot. And before I actually came here, I finally I transferred out all of my summer clothes and put all the sweaters back into the armoire and like reorganized everything. So I was spending a lot of the morning doing that today. Beth so, has always um, loved I September love and October when we first my met. We, you know, we used to go down. Columbus Avenue during, you know, the, uh, whatever, not parades, but the festivals that they would have. Yeah. And you used to love it. You used to love walking around the Upper West Side because you got to wear all your fall clothes. Yeah, I love Now it. back to you with the, the Okay, trip. the questions. Okay. In which town was Leonardo da Vinci born? It's kind of, a, it's interesting because the answer is like right in front of your face. No. 
thinking Denise may know this, if she's still on. No, not Rome. I said Rome too, Craig. He was born in Vinci. So you get it? Leonardo da Vinci. And it's oh, near Florence. Oh, Right? He was All like right. Leonardo of Vinci. All right. Um, what nationality was Picasso? Excellent, Julia. You know I don't speak. Vinci, that's right, Kevin. So, <laughs> to make it no Spanish, Ivy gets the answer. All Thank right. you. You know I don't speak Spanish. Okay. What four-letter word is the correct term for a rabbit's tail? I never knew this. like you know it has a bushy tail but I don't think uh, nope I was about to say no it's not that no a, right? no it's a scut s-c-u-t well, interesting one. right now continuing <laughs> on the tail trivia according to legend which animal lost its tail in the doors of Noah's Ark hmm Great question. I found a good site that has good trivia. <laughs> I like jump around and try to find a good trivia. If we're running out these days. Nope. A Manx cat. Interesting. All right, now you know. <laughs> Name three of the six films that are the only horror movies to ever compete for an Oscar. One of them we named like last week, so you should know that one. Three, name three of six films that are the only horror movies to ever compete for an Oscar. Silence of the Lambs considered a horror? Yes. Okay, so yes. Silence of the Lambs. Yep. <clears throat> Carrie? Um, no, I guess it wasn't nominated. <clears throat> Exorcist, correct. Very good, Craig. Psycho, no. Jaws, yes. That's considered a horror film? That is considered a horror film. I know, there's a couple that are, like, it's interesting. All right, the others are The Sixth Sense, Black Swan, and Get Out. It's got to be a different category than calling it horror. Okay, well, I think of horror, scary movies. I think of a horror movie like Friday the 13th. <laughs> well, Friday the 13th did not make the list, neither did Scream. <laughs> Cape Fear was a good movie, though. Okay, which leader died in St. Helena? Crying Game was a good movie, too. I guess it wasn't a horror movie. I don't know if it's a horror movie. (laughs) (laughs) It was a horror when they found out what happened at the end. That was a horror. Um, So which leader died in St. Helena? Napoleon Bonaparte. Wow. Okay. All right. Here's a cool one. 
Ringo Starr narrates which children's TV series? Oh, Julia, Julia with Napoleon, you are on fire today. Very good, good job. What children's TV series does Ringo Starr narrate? Maybe Kevin knows this one. It's a cool one. I have no clue. Okay, I'm just going to see if somebody comes up with something. If not, I'll give you the answer. Anyone? Ringo Starr. That's the name of that's, it? What do you mean that's the name of it? Ringo Starr narrates the children's TV series Thomas the Tank. Oh, sorry. Did I answer it? No, I'm sorry. Thomas the Tank. <laughs> sorry. Thomas the Tank is the show. And Ringo Starr narrates it. And then when I was about to give the answer, you said Ringo Starr. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, there's a show named Ringo Starr? No. Uh, that would make sense that he narrates it. <laughs> no. Okay. Thomas the Tank. Okay. All right. Sorry. I was like, I, it was a little like a brain glitch right <laughs> <brain> there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which non-alcoholic cocktail is made from pomegranates? This was actually a, a favorite drink of mine in college, the alcoholic part. Um, it was a grape crush. Or no, no. It, but it didn't have this. And actually, no, it was... Um, Melon Ball? No. Uh, grenadine. I don't know. That was like grenadine? In the, okay. Grenadine. Okay. Who won the World Series in 1987? So we, we all know 1986. Oh. But who won in 1987? Wow. Oh, uh, I guess we wanted to block it out after we had our big year. We wow. were like, the Mets won, and that was the end. Hold on. I... Yes, Craig Revato Very with good, the twin. Craig. Craig, I knew you were going to get it. I All was right. trying to beat you to it, man. All right. So in this nice one, job there, man. you're going to know this, but I don't know if you know which one it is. So name this movie. Let's see if this will play. Let's the volume on it. I'm trying Hello. What's going on here? Done. Oh wait. What is going on here? I gotta figure this out. Wait one sec. Sorry. Okay, play it. Sorry, it's sorry, technical difficulties. There we go. Here we go. <laughs> now which one though? I mean, this is the whole Cobra Kai thing you've been, like, on this topic for how long? Okay, anybody? I mean, come on.
kids. All right. It was Karate Kid 2. It was Karate Kid 2. I'm going, with, I'm going with Julia's answer. All right. When he went to Japan, it was Karate Kid 2. Oh, my God. Like, that's why you fall into it, because you think it was in the first one, but actually, it was the second one. Oh, my so, God. Anyway, just saying. So that, with that, it's the end. I guess we got to call our son and find out what's going on. He called twice, which is, un which is. He sounded like he was okay. Oh, okay. But we still need to get going. Exactly. Other things. But yes. this was fun. This was a fun this one. This was a fun one. Yeah. I'm glad we came back from I, the prime time. We were a little yeah, sleepy yet last sleepy night. Yesterday. We're so, not good anybody, in the evening. For anybody who watched us last night, it was disappointing. We're Sorry. much better we, as a morning show. We were disappointed show. as well. I'm, a, I'm much more of a morning person. Yeah. Really yeah, we'll try to stick to that as much as we can. So on that note, we are going to try to find a way to do it again the show tomorrow, same time, 10.30, bright, yes. you know, hopefully with nice weather. And uh, everybody, get outside today. Have a great day. Make it an enjoyable one, a fun one, a safe one. Yes, we'll be well. We'll see you tomorrow, okay? Wow. Be well. Bye. Smiles, everyone.